Hey, what is up, everybody? And welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we <coughs> are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we're going to talk some free agents, possible signings, where they might go, who might get franchise tagged, uh, who might not. And we'll touch on the combine just a little bit, probably more than we plan to, because I just can't help myself uh, as the combine is happening right now. But first, Mr. Kevin Reynolds, how are you doing, my friend? Well, you know, buddy, I'm going to go ahead and kill your two big pet peeves right at the beginning here. Here we go. Negativity. Something negative. Let's hear Negativity it. and cuss word. I'll be damned if I'm not sick of being sick. So for over two years, when Rona started, I didn't get a single cold. Not one. It was uncanny for over two years. Not a cold. I'm just golden. Now I'm on my third in four months. What the hell? What am I supposed to do here? It's not like I'm doing anything crazy. Nothing's changed. Talk to me, Bobby. Kevin, I don't know, man. Do you do, you do emergency? It's like the tablet. That, that's, all, the... that's all imaginary. Maybe, but if it's, Plus, if it's psychologically don't forget, I've changed nothing. It's just all of a sudden I'm sick again. And I, and I read articles, and it's this whole thing that we we have no immunities to the diseases developed in the last two years because everybody's wearing masks and everybody's nobody's going anywhere. And I think it's my daughter bringing home diseases from that awful school of hers. And here we go. I'm endlessly sick now. It might be. It might be. Um, I don't know, man. You're getting older. That can't help. I don't think that's anything. it. I don't think that's it because that's, see, that's just stupid because I just told you for over two years, I didn't get any colds. So you're saying because I'm four months older now, I, I've got more colds. I know that you're older than you were yesterday. Kevin. Yeah, see, I'm not and buying it, what you're selling because two years ago, I was older than I was the year before that. And I wasn't getting any colds. So that's, I, that doesn't I, make sense. Give me I a valid reason. I can't physically see that your arms are crossed uh, uh, over your there. chest, but I, well, yeah, right. They're right here. I'm not... There it is. That's what we want. That's right. old man. That's it. Yelling at kids. In I New just York. don't like being sick, dude. I don't know too many people that do, but it's three and four months. It's getting a little excessive at this point. I'm, I'm ready. To and that's actually on. why we're this. It's Friday right now. And, and we plan on doing it Wednesday. It snowed. What the hell's that all about? It didn't snow all winter. Now it's snowing in March. 68 degrees where I'm at, my friend. Well, I don't really care for you that much. Well, I know what you do care for, and that is that your boy Carson Wentz, Prince, whoever it is, uh, he got cut. So he's he's no longer what with a- the commanders. <laughs> I tell you what, buddy. I think his best route is got is got to be to disappear. He needs the Geno Smith route. Now, granted, he was far more successful than Geno's, you know, first year or two in the league trying to be a starting quarterback. But Geno disappeared for like four years. We didn't hear from him or see him or anything. And then he busted out this this year. Carson Wentz is not mentally tough enough to be a starting quarterback in the league right now, and I think he needs to disappear. He needs to hold a clipboard and realize he's not the man, and no one thinks he's the man, and he needs to work his way back in to a starting NFL caliber quarterback. It's uncanny, almost unbelievable that you even bring him up because you know it's coming. But before, I threw the prince out there. But before we get to that, there they do not have parallel careers. Him and Gino. That, that's comparing right. apples and oranges. Gino's just been a career backup. He started a few games when he first came came in with, what, with the Giants. He started uh, most of two seasons. The first, yeah, two. but he was never a guy who was going to be a league MVP. And sure. until he blew his AC, nothing like that. He never did anything until this year. Whereas Carson. Man, imagine how different his career might have been if his ACL didn't tear on that play. He might have been a guy vying for MVP every year. The Eagles might not even be in the situation they're in because they just would have kept on winning. He's just never been the same. He's had flashes. So that's there, but you're right. He's not a starter anymore, and he he has to accept that. He's got to go somewhere and be a backup, and maybe the guy ahead of him gets hurt. He gets a chance to play and does well. Uh, on top of that, he got evicted this week. Did you see that? Uh, Quick question before you go completely off the rails into something that's that not off the rails. Absolutely, got, him and Markle got evicted from okay. their royal place. They have no place to stay in Britain now because Prince Andrew is moving into that cottage. Now he's fighting it, 
but he was in with Epstein and some of those other fellas creating problems. So now Markle and Wentz, they got no place to stay. And they're probably not going to the coronation because things are going crazy. Do you think Wentz's issues are knee-related or head-related? Because I think he's just mentally too weak. His backup came in Nick Foles, and they won a Super Bowl, and, and everyone loves Foles. And I just don't think he was mentally strong enough to overcome that. I think it's a mixture of both. I think maybe his knee's never been quite the same. Maybe he didn't trust it. When I tore my ACL, I didn't trust that thing for a good two years. And I wasn't playing, you know, high-level NFL football. You know, I, I think it's part of that. But now, yeah, I think he's lost all confidence. It's hard to keep going place after place, knowing people are just, just writing you off. And then you go there and you pretty much prove them right. Um I mean, that's how it is. And having Markle behind you, that doesn't help. Is there any, please, for all of the Panthers fans and my sanity, please tell me Frank Reich is not going to bring him in. I can't tell you that. Oh. Well, they don't have anything any better. They don't have anything any worse either, I don't think. I mean, Sam Darnold or Carson Wentz? No, but I'm not saying they're going to necessarily bring him in to start. You can bring him in to help teach the people the offense, teach, do this, do that. I can't imagine he's just not going to be in the league. That to, to sit here and say Carson Wentz isn't one of the best 64 quarterbacks on earth, is it's just that's not correct. He is. He's just not one of the best 32 anymore. Well, that's that is absolutely true. He's got to take a huge um, bay cut. He's just got to accept that you're not going to get 20 million a year anymore. So I think you're going to be happy with me uh in just a minute because I'm going to break <laughs> one of my own rules. However, it's because I'm quoting somebody else. Oh, sweet. One of my favorite quotes that I've heard since the last show we've done. I can't remember what day it was. You know, again, we were supposed to do this on Tuesday or Wednesday. You're fighting something, but but we're okay now. But anyway, Mike McCarthy was asked, um, what was the issue with philosophical differences between him and Kellen Moore? And his direct quote was, I just want to run the damn ball. And I find that to be so amusing. And they brought in um, their offensive coordinator that we've talked about a time or two on the show. Off the top of my head, I can't can't remember who it was. But they really are going to do that, aren't they? They are going to run the ball 30 times a game and take the Dallas Cowboy offense, who has C.D. Lamb, should have Dalton Schultz. We'll see how that works out. And Dak Prescott, and just make it the 1989 Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for it. It's not. It's I not. I think it's so great, NFL. though. It, I think it's there so were times, though, when it was a little there. They were a little overly pass happy. I all agree with them on that. But to go back to the old school 75 run, 25 pass routine, have fun losing. Man, have fun when CD Lamb demands his way out of town. Oh, um, for sure. Defense will love it because they'll be on the sideline resting and catching their breath. But uh, Mike McCarthy's a fool. It's like every time he talks, he sounds stupider. What, what's that phrase we, we've talked about before? Yes. Better to uh, keep your mouth shut. People think you're a fool than open it and prove it. And prove them right. Yeah. He's just an idiot. And I still, this whole thing with Jerry, just not canning him, paying him his buyout and bringing in Sean Payton, it's it's beyond because every week it looks like a worse and worse decision. The crazy sure thing does. is in the past with coaches when they did and said stupid things that didn't gel with reality, Jerry would want to can them in a heartbeat. But for some reason, this guy has something over him. I don't I don't know if Jimmy Johnson won three super right then they then the Cowboys two. they won three in four two. years, right? They won three and four year, but he only won the first two. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Switzer won the four with the Jimmy Johnson's team. Can you imagine have a, a coach that won you two Super Bowls and you fire him because you don't agree with what he's doing? That what the ego doing? Thing. if you don't agree with what he's doing, yeah. you're the one that's wrong. You got two titles. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh hey, wow. I, I just it's 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 mind blowing. So this this could be a total disaster. The people that are gonna love it, Tony Pollard, Zeke, if he takes a big pay cut. Um. Yeah, and he has I, to. And how much of this will they do? It's great in principle, but when you're down 17 midway through the second quarter, you're going to have to throw some unless you're the Ravens, and just that way you can lose by more. 
it's true. Well, no, no, the Ravens were actually winning. They lost all their games in the fourth quarter. That's actually they? true. They, uh, I think, all but one of their losses, they were ahead by at least ten points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's great, unreal, good, good coach. I'm glad Harbaugh's mm-hmm. still there. He's really smart. So before I take you down that road too far, and there, we all know there's no coming back uh, from that for you. The one of my favorite times of year, the NFL Combine, <laughs> it is happening right now. Um, let's see, it was it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I believe Sunday as well. We've got some pretty great uh, performances so far in the early goings. I know that we're going to recap that next week, so no need to to talk about it too much now. But a couple of things that I am looking for, or that I going into the combine, I I'm trying to check out. One of them is Christian Gonzalez, who I got to see today. I wanted to, he's a cornerback from Oregon. I want to see all of it. I wanted to see it. You know, is he as fluid as he looks on tape? He was. Everyone thinks he's going to test out of the gym, which is exactly what he did. He is dominating uh, most of the testing um, numbers, so that's great. I want to see Jalen Hyatt's 40 time. Uh, He's a wide receiver from Tennessee. I also want to see Quinton Johnson, wide receiver from TCU's 40 time. I want to see his jumps, and I want to see see basically everything he's going to do because I don't know. What I saw on tape sort of gave me some questions. I need to see him answer it. Uh, I want to see Will Levis and Anthony Richardson throwing because accuracy is their big bugaboo. If they can look good at the combine throwing, now granted we have a pro day coming up, but if they can look good throwing to receivers they've never thrown to, might help me out a little bit, bump them up. I'm not very high on either one of those. The big one is Bryce Bryce Young's weight, quarterback from Alabama. People think he could be anywhere from, I've heard, 185 to 205, so we'll see what he weighs and for me, a guy that I'm very high on and haven't talked about it yet is running back from UCLA, Zach Charbonnet. I want to see his 40 time. I love him. He's one of my absolute favorite running backs. He might be my favorite running back to watch on film. That includes Bijan Robinson. I know that's sacrilegious to say, but I love Charbonnet. I think he's going to run a slow 40 time. I really do. I want to see what it is. If he can give me a 4-5 anything, I'll feel a lot better, but 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 we'll see. And I know you'd have you watched any of the combine just yet? Zero seconds, roughly, roughly. Same amount I watched all previous years. Zero seconds. You don't watch the the ball drills, the 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 defensive ends. I find it all as pointless and useless as any and all could be. Interesting. I like to see the field drills. I like to see the hips on the DBs. I like to see the breaks on the wide receivers. Same like thing, though. It's Dan Campbell, baby. I know. Yeah, well, it's... yeah. Wait, you mentioned this. I, I, I'm i not sure if I heard it, but Dan Campbell has a, a nice quote that we love. Well, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have it up on the screen, but when he was asked this week why they don't have much of a contingent, if it won at all there, uh, his answer was classic Dan Campbell. We like to grade our players off of tape not watching them run around in their pajamas because it means nothing. And you notice we've talked about this over and over again, the combine, all that stuff means nothing. A bunch of guys out there in their little Lycra suits running around without pads, without people running into them, without the fear of God, of somebody slamming into them. It's all, it's fun. And, and, and it's never going away because the NFL freaking gets these huge numbers off of it. You're Big right. Bucks. But, but I, I find it entirely useless one thing that you're going to need though is to to interview the kids you need your coaching staff there to interview these guys see how they react in the interview even that's different now though because you can't hurt anybody's feelings you gotta be careful what you ask them the wonder lick is now going so intelligence apparently means nothing anymore in the league no it's people are too embarrassed when they have a low wonder so yeah where we're too many people's feelings get hurt half these guys including the big ones don't even do they pick and choose what they feel like even doing anymore because they know full well they might do something that might embarrass them and cost them a couple spots cost them a couple million dollars the whole thing's become a farce we talked for the show it was necessary 30 40 50 years ago because these the internet did not exist there wasn't endless tape from 17 different angles of every game in the country so it was difficult for these coaches, GMs, to get all this information. Now, like Dan Campbell says, you just click on the computer. You could see everything in one day, what used to take you a month to see. So you had the combine to get the numbers, the weights, talk to these guys. 
you don't even have to interview him anymore. Just look on ESPN or some other site. You can see all the stupid things players have been doing. Uh, so I just find it even less useful than before. And I'd rather just, I, I mean, I, I'm being honest. I'm not really putting it down. I just have zero interest in it because I don't think it translates to actual football. And it's interesting you brought that up because uh, there's one guy that I like a lot, wide receiver from Ohio State, Jackson Smith and Jigba. And he is not running the 40 because he's got a little tweak in his hamstring. Hey, I get it. You don't want to put a timeout there. You're a little, you, you don't want to make the injury worse, for sure, especially because uh, a hamstring kept him out much of this past season. That being said, he, he said he's going to go out there and, and, and do all of the other drills. Sure. Because he doesn't mind hurting his hand be doing that. Well, hold on a minute, Kevin. That, right, right. We have a vertical jump is one of the tests. Do you use your hamstring in that? Yeah, well, when during the load phase, you do not sure. actually. What about, the, itself. what about the broad jump? Same thing. Yeah, right, right. Sure, 100%. How about the 20-yard the shuttle? Absolutely. Hard, hard to bend your knees without your hammies. And then when we do like the the passing drills, like the the routes, all that stuff, we use hamstring then. No, I think he's using a segue. For that. Okay, so now I'm a little confused, right? I I get I'm it. I, it's so I understand. I know. I I understand if you don't want to run the forty because your hamstring's tweaked or 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 whatever it is, whatever the reason is. But don't do the other stuff. Just don't do anything. Just do it on your pro day. And that's what I mean, it's just because he knows. If he doesn't go all out on it and he ends up running a four seven instead of a four four five, he just costs himself ten slots and maybe a few million dollars over the course of his first contract. And guess what? Maybe he'll decide not to do anything. And this whole conversation was null and void. It's just, I just find it interesting when guys sit out of some things because of a reason, yet they do others, even though the reason they set out didn't matter for the for whatever other events they did. Yeah, it's all very frustrating. I did see. I, I did it. see a I hot. Like I saw. I didn't read the whole thing. That somebody broke um, a couple of Aaron Donald's records. Again, meaningless records, but right. Uh, not a guy that's going to go in the first round. The defensive tackle. Uh, let me think for a second. He, and he also uh, went to Pitt, didn't he? No, I think you're talking about the forty, right? Yeah. Well, yes. Hold on, Kalijah Cansey. That's who it was. Yes. Yeah. Just like Aaron Donald, undersized right. defensive tackle at Pitt. I think he's my fourth ranked defensive tackle uh, right now. Um, but yes, he's he's good. He's explosive off the line, and when you're undersized, it helps you to do better in the speed stuff. But yeah. honestly, he blew he blew the competition away. He ran a four six seven. Uh, I think the second fastest guy was like a four eight one. So it wasn't even close. Now, granted, that's great and looks awesome. I don't need my defensive tackle to run a good 40 time because my defensive tackle is running a 40 yard dash yeah, he's right the rest of my defense is horrible <laughs> yeah the rest of defense is hard he's chasing somebody trying to yeah. stop him from scoring i should have drafted a linebacker yeah yeah so, uh, so Paul, right. and even like the quarterbacks the throwing okay so you're great you can throw a chuck of ball 65 yards when there's nobody around and you can step right into it and be all calm Completely different when there's a couple 320-pound guys bearing down on you. We see it time and time again with this. It's I just – Yeah, but how fun was it when Josh Allen came through and he purposely just stood there and let his wide receiver run an extra 15 yards downfield and then chucked the ball like 82 huh? yards in the I'm air. I'm not saying there's that not parts so of it that aren't awesome. There are some impressive <laughs> feats of strength and throwing and ability and agility. But as a whole, to use this as your as a marker for how you're going to draft, let's just look at Henry Ruggs. Besides the fact he's a murderer, he went probably 15 slots earlier than he should have just because of his 40 there. And I told Maybe you, you that. may remember this. This was your old show. I told you Ruggs was going to go first. You told me I was freaking nuts. I'm like, no, because these idiots, there's always one idiot, in this case, obviously Al Davis, that it's all speed. Who, what, you know, it doesn't nothing Mark else. Davis. Well, Mark and well, Al Mark, yeah. I'm, I basically just saying right, that that's all that matters. It doesn't matter his character. doesn't matter if he can actually catch. doesn't matter if he can run a route. doesn't matter if his IQ is about 75. He's really fast. So let's take him. Makes no sense. 
I know. I'm with you. And Jalen Hyatt's that guy this year. Now, with Josh McDaniels there, hopefully they don't do – the Raiders themselves don't do that whole thing. But even John Ross, who it was the Bengals, right? He tricked the Bengals into yeah. thinking he was going to be something because he ran a, a combine record for 2 yeah. Now he's bounced around to two or three teams. Right. It's just And then it, he catches one touchdown for like the Giants or something this year, and it's like, oh, there's John Ross. Is, is he going to make a comeback? No, it, it's been like six years. He's He's done. Yeah, so so I'm not I can't say that there's zero purpose in it, but I just can't get into it. I'd rather watch BattleBots. Oh, I well, I'm. Is that robots fighting? Oh, it's amazing. I'll pass. You should watch um, it. It's no, amazing. Well, Witch Doctor is okay. my favorite. It's a number two or three ranked bot in the world. It's okay. got a vertical spinner. That's nope, about not going to allow this. I listen. I tell you to say fifty miles per hour. We're not going back. Or we're not going down that road. It's uh, we're going to stick to football. Go. I'm gonna Free go. agency starts March 15th, but that doesn't actually matter because the legal tampering period starts the 13th, and that's what we all get excited for because we hear about the deals. Yeah. And honestly, most of them actually go through. There are a few that don't happen, but once a legal tampering period starts, we get to hear about what guys are going to sign and where they're going to go. Legal tampering. I know it's such an odd name too, isn't it? A weird name. It's just stupid why they call it because tampering? everything. The only thing that days do is that it's brought on the open all the illegal tampering that's going on as we <laughs> that's speak. True. That's it's true. So yes, stupid. That's a good point because I always I sit there and I think, all right, the legal tampering starts at I don't know whatever it is Monday at four p.m. and then yeah. Monday at four o two, it's like so and so agreed to a deal like. It happened in the last 120 yeah, seconds. It's so freaking ridiculous. And the NFL, uh, I mean, it's it's funny because again, they can prey on the fact, sorry folks, that 98% of the people in the world are stupid. And they can just prey on that and say these things. They're like, oh yeah, man, this legal tampering man, they got that deal done so fast. Amazing stuff. There's no way the Bills were talking to that guy before 401. Great job up there. It's it's so ridiculous. Uh yeah, did I mean. Yes, I I absolutely agree. The two positions we're going to talk about for free agents tonight are going to be quarterbacks and running backs. Teams that need a QB, I'm going to list a few, and you let me know if any others pop in your head. Houston, obviously. Indianapolis, obviously. Even though Matt Ryan's still – there's been so much talk about them taking a young quarterback. I forget that Matt Ryan is still there. Carolina needs one. Las Vegas, obviously, they cut Derek Carr. The Jets, because they have no one – Washington, unless they really love Sam Howe, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans. Um, there's a few possibles I have. San Francisco, depending on how they feel about Trey Lance and Brock Purdy's uh, health. Miami, depending on Tua's health. Atlanta, Desmond Ritter, eh, not exciting. Green Bay, if Rodgers leaves. And your Baltimore Ravens, uh, depending on what happens with Lamar Jackson. Am I forgetting anyone? No, I mean, there's lots of teams that could use some help, maybe an upgrade, but they're not actively looking for one. I sure. looked at your list uh, yesterday, and yeah, it seemed about pretty spot on of the teams that actually, I guess you would say, have a need or at least would like to have an upgrade. Because yes. like Green Bay, I don't know that you're right there. I don't know that they want a free agent. From all, all, all anything that's come out of Green Bay says, if Rodgers leaves, then it's Jordan Love. So all they're looking for is a backup. Um, 100%. Yeah, so, so some of these teams, you're right, it depends on certain factors, but a team like them, they they're they got their guy in waiting, and they're hoping that it's the same situation as far to Rodgers, Rodgers to love. I'm not buying it, but they're, that's what they want to do, so maybe it'll work out great for them. Yeah, uh, it, probably the biggest one is Lamar Jackson, and I know a few weeks ago you were pretty confident that Lamar was going to return to Baltimore i not so sure. And then we talked, was it today or yesterday? yesterday. And you, yeah, you had mentioned that ah, your confidence is waning a little bit. And I know that I was listening to uh, some Pat Kerwin, I think. No, it wasn't him on NFL. No, it was somebody. But they were talking about just how much Atlanta loved and still loves Michael Vick. And Desmond Ritter, I, he was a, was it third round pick last year? He's probably not the answer. Boy, I tell you what, I bet Atlanta would be more than happy if Lamar gets the, was it the non-exclusive tag, 
and teams can, you know, can can try to match or sign him to a deal, and the Ravens refuse to match. I bet they gladly give up two first round picks for Lamar. I would not do that for if I was the Ravens. I had hundred percent. You've got to do the exclusive. In his case, right. a lot of the cases you do that non-exclusive because you're hoping those two ones outweigh your loss. In this case, two ones are a bargain. So that said, they've got to do the exclusive on him because he can still they can still do a sign and trade. He can st- it doesn't mean they can still give him right. the ability to talk to other teams. What they really, I mean, the smart thing to do is they could just ask his agent to talk to other teams. We need a well, wait, we need a wait, cricket. Hold on, wait, hold on. Hold yeah, on, we need a cricket yeah, button. Yeah. Should it be me? Can I be his agent? <laughs> exactly, cricket. Okay. Sorry, people, that we don't have a little soundboard or the crickets button. Since he has no agent because he's a freaking idiot, we can't do that. So he's got to talk to the teams directly. He is a moron. And again, you know, I'm not big with Florio. But Florio wrote this elaborate thing the other day that made so much sense. He doesn't want to pay one because he feels that an agent doesn't do enough work for the 3% that they're owed per uh, union rules. But then he went through, he starts listing like things that Lamar things he makes outside, you know, promotions, anything else he does. It's like next to nothing. So if you add in everything that your agent would do, he'd be making many extra millions on all the endorsements. He would have, this would have probably already been taken care of at least a year ago. But instead, Mr. Okay, I I gotta be careful what I say. So let me just stop with how unintelligent I think Lamar Jackson is. He's going to do his thing. And he's going to end up doing a Le'Veon Bell deal, and it's going to fall apart. And what I told you is if he does leave, which I think there's a good chance now, he's going to prove to everybody how poor of a quarterback he actually is. You're probably right. They they did everything they could to, to center that offense around him and cater to his – Everything. Uh, thing was made I mean, I don't want to say needs, but cater to, to, to his, his shortcomings, right? Yeah. Oh. He, he doesn't think he has any, apparently. Uh, and like, the what, whole though. thing, he hasn't finished either of the last three seasons. He's missed, I think, 13 games over the last three years. Uh, and he wants all this guaranteed money because the Browns screwed up this whole thing for the whole league with all this Everybody. guaranteed money. How can you pay that much guaranteed money to a guy that isn't guaranteed to play? And then he doesn't even show up to playoff games because he doesn't feel like going. Or maybe they didn't screw anything up. Maybe... They set a precedent that nobody else is going to meet, and it might actually help the NFL teams because they're like, "Look, Deshaun Watson, dude, he was terrible. We can't, we can't do what they did. They were dumb. You're just out of luck." Now yeah. it's going to take a few quarterbacks to to suffer from that. Lamar Jackson might be one of them. Um, before the maybe tough. they've got to be yeah. very careful because if they put that in a single text, the the union's going to come bury them oh, and say my. it's collusion. And then all yep. hell breaks loose. So it's got to be that thing where the 32 owners are sitting at their meeting, just winking at each other that this is how things are going to be. I don't think so. I think if I'm in a negotiation with Lamar Jackson and he says, well, Deshaun Watson got this, I can say Deshaun Watson wasn't worth that. I can't pay you what the Browns paid Deshaun because he wasn't worth it. They, the Browns screwed that up. No, the Brown, they, they no, the Ravens can say that directly to him. I'm saying that as a league whole, if two owners, two GMs say that to each other, and then it comes out, yes, you have yes, a, a yes, yes. million, multi-million dollar lawsuits on your hands. I want to say it to be very Lamar. careful. I but the whole what, thing's would... a nightmare, dude, and, and it's going to drag, and it's going to drag. It's going to hurt the Ravens. It's going to hurt him. It's going to hurt the other teams. No, I wouldn't mind seeing him in. Was it the Mercedes Benz Dome? Isn't that uh, the Falcons? Yeah. I'd love to see him there. Drake London. Uh, maybe he can get Kyle Pitts. He loves the tight end, right? That that would be, if nothing else, they would be very exciting to watch. And good grief, you only had to win eight games to win that division. That's true. I mean, I I, I just don't know right. where I would want where else to see him. I just don't think unless they gotcha. run, he's not Jalen Hurts. He can't throw like him. He's not as accurate. He doesn't take the right chances. He doesn't make his reads right. He's just not a great quarterback. He's just an awesome running quarterback, maybe better than Vic himself. As a matter of fact, I, I I think you could pretty much make that case. Um, but like you made a very important point. The the last five years, the Rams have built their entire offense around 
him. That's why when he's out, it doesn't work. Going somewhere else, I just, I don't know. When you actually have to expect him to throw. The reason he did that year as MVP had, what, 32 TDs, five picks, something like that. He led the league in, in passing yardage, too while setting the all-time rushing record for a quarterback, was because the rushing part was working so well. So well. Guys were just wide open all the time. Plus, he had decent receivers. Now, all these things have happened. He's not the same guy. He's hurt all the time. And again, this all comes down to the guaranteed money as much as it does money in general. But if I'm a guy who's hurt all the time, yeah, I want more guaranteed money. That way I get paid to to sit at home while my team goes off to a playoff game in another city i'm sort of done with him he's he's just sort of said all the wrong things lately and i'm just a little fed up and i think most ravens fans are a little fed up with his whole act now yes uh in my opinion Derek carr is probably the next guy up as far as free agents go uh safe not exciting but if you have a good team already you're just missing decent quarterback play. New York Jets. <clears throat> um, Carr should be your guy. And I just read a thing today that came out, and it's like, you know, Derek Carr likes the Jets as much as the Jets like Derek Carr, but they want to wait and see if they can get Aaron Rodgers. I mentioned this before, last week or the week before. I think it's silly. I think they should just sign Derek Carr. I understand. they lose this. out on him. Somebody I else is going to sign him. Then they're what? not going to get Rodgers, and then they're going to be going to be a Panther. Resign Mike White yes. to start next year. Yes, and honestly, you might only need Derek Carr to make a push for the AFC Championship game. You have such a young team. There's so much talent <laughs> there. You got Garrett Wilson. Get one more receiver. You got Brees Hall coming back. It. You have the bones and the foundation to have a quarterback like Derek Carr. I mean, you know, Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson for the, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the early 2000s. You don't necessarily have to have a great quarterback if you have the structure around him to win. Mark Sanchez played in two AFC championship games on this same New York Jets. Do that with Derek Carr. I think you can just sign the guy already. Well, and that said, Derek Carr's better than all three of those fellows you mentioned. So that's even, even more yes. incentive to get it done. I, I, I'm i with you here. We, I, we did mention on the show, so he, they're going to end up losing everybody. They're going to end up with Jameis Winston starting because they aren't signing. They're going to wait, 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 and then get the screws put to them. Jameis is actually under contract with the Saints, so I don't think he's oh, going Oh, he is? Anywhere. I thought he was going. Oh, so I think Andy, him. Andy Dalton's gone. Jameis is just, just – and that was him. a weird thing because he's owed kind of like a lot of money. And so it made it even more confusing why they weren't playing him. Well, I, yeah. We, we yeah. talked about that um, at length a few times this year. It made zero sense. Then you got Baker Mayfield. No one – I don't really care about him. Jimmy Garoppolo, kind of another Derek Carr. Maybe a slight step down, maybe. A tiny step down I'll from tell Derek you, I'd Carr. do if I was the Niners. I'd find a way to re-sign him, let him start. You'd Purdy's going to surely miss the try, whole, wouldn't you? Purdy's going to miss the whole year. I have very little faith that they're going to go in there and be able to do the minimal procedure that they're going to do a full Tommy John. He'll be out for the year and trade Trey Lance for every last penny you can get for him right now. Because I think somebody would pay. I'm telling you, they might not pay two first rounders. I'm not saying that, but if you could even get like two second rounders out of him, or a first and a second, a first and a third. Do it. He hasn't proven anything to you except that he can get hurt. And if you can basically get back what you put into him, why not? Because you have Purdy in the weight. Give Garoppolo one more year. So this is what I think separates great and good GMs is that you gave up a lot to get Trey Lance. So do you say, oh yeah, we gave a lot, we gave up a lot for him. I, I we just can't let him go, or we can't let him go for this price. But I think the great ones go, look, he's not working out. He's not who we thought we were. We'll take anything and we'll keep moving forward. Yep. I think you're right. I didn't think about that until just now. Come Words coming out of your mouth. I like it. And he hasn't shown anything. And you might be right. What if Mike McDaniel is like, hey, I don't know about this to a concussion deal. I worked with Trey Lance before. I think he can run my yep. offense. We'll give you two twos, right. and it only takes one team. 
It only takes one team. That's it. That's it. So I, I think oh, that but could, Jimmy that G going back out. there would be great. I would love to see Jimmy G back in the morning, especially you know after I Shanahan's mean, He life. does nothing but win there. The whole team he goes, freaking adores him. They love him. They absolutely love him because they like winning. Imagine that. I don't get Imagine. it. I don't understand this whole thing to push him out. It makes no sense to me. He's done nothing but win there. He got you to a Super Bowl. You didn't yeah. win. I get it. But you got there. He might have this year if you didn't have to play, you know, uh, a wide receiver at quarterback in your freaking final game. Yeah, and there's no one else that really excites you. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, ah, Andy Dalton, Mike White, Jared Stenham, Gardner Minshew. It's weird that Gardner Minshew could start for a few squats, probably. You don't think um, there's any chance he'll be back? I hope that he is. Oh, man, I'd, I'd love for him to be the backup. Not that he's great. Obviously, I think they lost both games that he started in uh, Jalen Hart's absence. But certainly better than most backup quarterbacks out there. Geno Smith is a free agent, as is Drew Locke, yeah, but, but I don't see I don't see not, Smith yeah, leaving Seattle. Yeah. Okay, me either. Uh, and then Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. Ugh, what a mess! I don't see become. him leaving. I, I, it is it is becoming a mess. I I just can't. And maybe I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm turning a blind eye to certain things. But if you're Brian Dable, and if you're Daniel Jones, your whole career has been a complete and utter disaster. Until this new coach came along, yep. and now all of a sudden you're good, and you think you you deserve all this money. I'm not sure, dude. What if you? What if you're like you know what? I'm good, and I go somewhere else. Brian Dable's not over there. Brian Dable's been the only coach, and he's, been, <laughs> he's had a few. He's had quite a few coaches come through there. They haven't been able to to tap into his potential. Yep. Dable did gave him by far the best season of his career. Dude, the grass isn't greener, and neither is the money. Take a little less cash, do your thing, blow up, and in three years from now, then cash in. So I just uh, – No, uh, I'm with you entirely. It makes zero sense from just looking at it in a vacuum. One thing I read the other day was part of it is that the way that salary caps expected to balloon by about $80 million over the next five years, and the fact that every year two or three quarterbacks pass these other people in the top five – is that the the thing he's thinking and his agent is that he does a five year contract that averages forty five million a year. That by the time he gets to his fifth year, he'll be like the fifteenth, sixteenth paid quarterback, and that that's unacceptable to him. He wants something that he's seeing as four or five years from now will still be viable in that like top echelon of, of contracts, and he might get it because we're at the point now. Some we're gonna we'll, we'll work on here in a moment with the running backs that. It's now pushed the Giants to a, to a spot where with, with Barkley that things are going to get interesting. He's not currently the fifteenth best quarterback in the league. No, I'm not talking about best. I'm talking about being paid in the top fifteen. But but if you're, you're paid. I, I know, but we're talking. We've talked about this before. You're worthless. Somebody's willing to pay you. True. And if he can well, talk them up to an average uh, of fifty a year, then why shouldn't he? Last. Quarterback, I'm going to mention before we move on, and I'm only doing this because it's a lot of fun and it's fun to think about. What if Mike McDaniel calls up old Tom Brady, who the Dolphins don't have a first-round pick because they tampered with Tom Brady, and he's like, hey, I got Tyreek Hill. I got Jalen Waddle. We're going to have a running game. We don't have a running back currently, but we will because that's what I do. Why don't you come play for me in Miami? Would that be wild or what? It'd be pretty crazy. I, I'd be oh, surprised I love it so much. Point, but man, it would be it would be awesome, man. I would love it so much. Spinning all around the league, everywhere. Brady with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Oh my gosh, that would be insane. It would be pretty. And nuts. Look, he had Mike Evans and, and and Chris Godwin. But look, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are not Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Oh no, they're not. They're 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 pretty incredible. I don't I don't want to downplay sure. them, but you're Absolutely. right. They're not the fastest duo in the league. Now that would be impressive. Um, never say never, but yeah. I, I, at this point, I think Tom's. I think last year he just was mentally spent from the divorce and all oh, that yeah, junk, sure. and there was just nothing left. And I, I'd be surprised if he jumps again. But I would love it because I I didn't want him to be out of the league. 
I can't imagine that he's going to come back, at least not this year. But then what, what, next year when he's, what, he's 47, yeah. <laughs> I can't see that either. But if anyone's going to do it, it will be him. Again, you could get him to come for just what you're going to pay him. And then you could trade Tua. Somebody would pay for Tua as good of a year as he had until the concussions. And, and then so. you're getting right back all the things that you traded away for the other things you've done. So, uh that's a bit. It's one of those situations that makes too much sense for it to happen. All right. Running backs. Um, I tell you what, there are a few teams that would be fantastic destinations for running backs. And honestly, most teams could go for a running back. The Titans, you know, they have Derrick Henry, probably not. Um, and it just came out today that the Raiders are probably putting that franchise tag on Josh Jacobs. So yeah. they're probably not in the mood in, in the, you know, position for a running back but because of how the running back position is viewed it's not just one guy most teams could go for running back but the best spots for me in my opinion miami's number one because that's what they want to do run the ball mike mcdaniel their entire running back force free and and they have no one mostert wilson both free agents detroit Dan Campbell, come on, dude, just hand the ball off to Jamal Williams and yeah, DeAndre I, Swift every play. I seen you saw the latest to come out of Detroit. About um, they want Williams back. They like to have him, and they don't want to give Swift the ball a yes, lot. Yes, they, they already are I planning know. on limiting I know. carries. And don't, listen, don't, bring me, don't bring me down. I'm feeling good with this episode. Don't bring me down. Well, I'm just telling Car- you the facts, brother. I know Carolina. They want to run the ball. Philadelphia, obviously, because Miles Sanders is probably out the door. And although they don't have a, I mean, he was the true number one, but you also have Jalen Hurts there. Still, they try to be a run first offense, so you want to be there. Buffalo, theoretically, that's a great spot to be if you're a good running back. Hasn't really panned out for the guys they've had. New Orleans, Alvin Kamara. Probably a suspension. We'll have to see. He pleaded not guilty recently, he's even though he's on, suspended. Even though he's on camera hurting some dude. Uh, and then the you have Tampa Bay. He could be found not guilty. They can still. They're still going to suspend him. Tampa but Bay, that, the trial's got... not till August. So, you know, what right. do we? Which is terrible timing. Yep. Because you don't know if he's um, going to be suspended for the first six weeks, somewhere in the middle, the end of the season. Or they'll just wait. Right. <laughs> Total, total nightmare like scenario year, there. A lot of questions this year as well, this past year. So Tampa Bay, you got a good offensive line, probably getting rid of Leonard Fournette, and you got no QB, so you're probably going to be leaning on the run game. Chicago uses their running back a lot, even though your quarterback is your leading rusher. And then, again, just like Buffalo, theoretically, Kansas City is a great place to be, uh, to be a running back, but unless you're Kareem Hunt, it hasn't worked out there either. Um, and I will say this running back class of free agents and rookies is a is a stud laden class. They are, I mean, it's packed, buddy. We got Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs again, probably franchise. Yeah, but Barkley's yeah. not going to be. Well, we'll see. Right, he's he's going to get Barkley's franchised not unless they franchise Daniel Jones. Yeah, you're being silly now. Barkley wants like sixteen million a year. Well, that doesn't mean anything. They can freaking franchise. Doesn't matter what he wants. He's going to get what the franchise says. What is about twelve million for running backs? I think something like that. We have to look it up again. We have Miles Sanders, Jarek McKinnon, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny. Injuries, I get it, but he's great. David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, Jamal Williams, Tony Pollard. Probably Pollard is going to get the franchise tag. Yep. Damian Harris will be fine. Jeff Wilson, we mentioned, Raheem Mostert, even Deonta Foreman. I know Deuce Staley came out and he's like, hey, I need my guy. Foreman, good. From week seven on, he had five 100 yard rushing games. Granted, he had four games under 40 yards, uh, but he could do something for you. A lot. D- how about Dearness Johnson, the third string running back for the Browns? The dude balled out every time they gave him the opportunity to be the guy with their injuries. Lots and lots of running backs, not to mention word on the street. Joe Mixon might get cut. Dalvin Cook could even get cut. I've read that more than one place. If I read it one spot, I don't really care. If I read it more than one spot, then I start thinking. Um, Zeke is probably not going to get cut. 
Um, no, he'll take a pay cut. Right, right, right. But, dude, there's so many running backs. Now, next week we, we might get into the, the wide receivers a little bit. Good grief. That is a barren landscape. But the the running backs, man, they are flush with talent this year in the in the free agent market. See, I, I think there's a lot of depth here, and it's just going to be mm-hmm. one of these musical running back things. But aside from Saquon, Jacobs, maybe Miles Sanders, there's nobody that I find to be that like it's going to change the the whole outcome of a team season. But there, there are some good ones in here. McKinnon is think- a role player. Kareem Hunt, what man, his think- I don't know yes. what to think about him. Rashad Penny, I would love if he wasn't hurt all the time. All these guys have too many question marks. Is is the big problem with them? Kareem Hunt is the one that I have circled because. I mean, he led the league in rushing in, what was it, 2018? But, like you just said, what is he now? Could he have been what he was if the Browns didn't have Nick Chubb? Maybe, maybe or, not, right. Or, or is that not him? What if he goes to a team like Miami? Now, I, I'm not sure that's really his running style, the, you know, the zone-blocking deal, uh, that kind of thing that they do there. But what if he goes to a team that caters to his needs? Can he be that guy again? I want him to go back to KC. Can you? I mean, what a perfect yeah, marriage that would be. But it's not going to happen because when they when they canned him originally, it wasn't because he was going around doing his Wayne Brady thing. It was because they said he lied to them. They asked him if there was anything more, and he said no. And then, like two weeks later, was when that video actually came out, and they realized there he had maybe not uh, fully given the full truth he didn't lie but didn't get the full truth so that's why they canned him so he's not going back but I, i'd love to see him take him to new orleans send him anywhere let alvin Kamara go let him go play somewhere oh, else when he's man. done you know what no that's it that's the spot new orleans boy wouldn't he be great in that offense he would I mean, he could step right he's not alvin Kamara. i get it but boy that'd be a nice uh consolation prize he was at one point dude until he sense. got hurt he had a like a 16 17 game stretch that was like a top 13 stretch in history when you count in the catches that all the endless touchdowns he was averaging like almost six yards a carry he was unstoppable in that offense dude and you what the scouts for kansas city are not getting enough credit no to because take they patrick mahomes where they did to take yep. Kareem Hunt where they did. Uh, I mean, come on. Give these guys a little more press. And I had Kareem Hunt because during our draft, as we were starting, it was when the it, the news was coming and that Spencer Ware had just torn his ACL in a preseason game. Of 16 guys, oh, only you. me and my, my buddy George was the only other person that, that saw it on the ticker. Good so we're you. going back. We're driving. I I nominate him early, really early, like in the top twenty five players. So I'm hoping you know, nobody's even heard of this guy. I'm going to get him for cheap. But George saw it. I ended up getting him for like thirty two bucks when I thought I'd get him for five. Meanwhile, two nut had Spencer Ware, and he's he's sitting there like he's at the draft. You know, it's all online. He's at my house, and he's what is what's going on? What the hell is happening? <laughs> Why is this guy? What am I? What's happening? He never even put in a bid for him at all. Then we tell him afterwards. I look over, George is sitting there. We're just both like giving each other this sideways look at each other, like who's gonna who's gonna give in. But dude, did it ever pay off till he started going around smacking ladies? And okay. that was the end of that. Yep. I got I got some fun stats on some of these guys. Uh Josh Jacobs is my favorite. I had to I had to dig deep in the research here. Um, but now I only went back to 2000. I should have gone back farther, but since 2000, and I know he, he got just, just got the fran. He didn't officially get it, but Nobody he's probably going to get the franchise tag. But since 2000, <laughs> only DeMarco Murray has changed teams after leading the league in rushing. He did in 2014, 15, uh, with the Cowboys. And then he went to the Eagles the next season. Obviously the Philly did not use him correctly in that. I think it was a Chip Kelly offense, I believe. Yeah, I think he was only there one year, wasn't he? And he went to the uh, one, two tops, no matter what. Uh, I, I'm, and I'm almost certain it was Chip Kelly. They just did not know how to use him because I think he went to the Titans after that and did well. Did yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. definitely a coaching issue there. Miles Sanders was fifth in rushing this year. He had double digit touchdowns, and he's coming off his first thousand yard season. He should have had about thirty touchdowns. Correct. Well, 
probably. Jarek McKinnon, we've talked about him, how much of a beast he was at the end of the year. Um, He's we did. a role player. Penny. My gosh, Rashad Penny. He's going to have one-year prove-it deals forever, probably, yep. just because he can't be healthy. David Montgomery, he's never had under 1,000 total yards, and um, he's been over 230 touch, touches per season every year. He's not flashy. If you need it, he's going to get it for you. He's going to fly under the radar all the time in real foot, real life football and fantasy football. He just gets it done. He he's well done above average. He needs to go somewhere yes. that's going to use him right. Yes. Actually have him on the field a lot. Actually let the guy get a groove and get going instead of, yep. again, just grossly mismanaged. I know. The other guys, uh, I don't think you have – the guys I mentioned, minus Jarek McKinnon, Probably can be your lead guy, Miles Sanders, Rashad Penny, health willing, David Montgomery. Devin Singletary is not a lead back. Jamal Williams from he's five yards in. in Detroit. I, five I really, yards in. I'm at the That's point it. I'd be really surprised if he's not back in Detroit. They love him. It, it's hard to – everyone loves him. The fans love him. The coaching yeah, staff loves him. Cool dude. Players, everyone. And he gets the job I'm, done. He's asked to do he, one thing, and he does it. Look, you know what would be a great combo here? What if you signed Damian Harris and Jarek McKinnon? That would be the perfect marriage. If you just yeah, parted those your, two free agents. You got, you got your first your, second down back and your third yeah, down back. Yeah. You got your thumper and Damian Harris, who's never had more than 18 catches in a season. And they got Jarek McKinnon. That's what he does. That would be yeah. great. Yeah, that'd be um, nice. Honestly, man, that's all I got. Ronald Jones, nobody cares about. Latavius Murray is so old. You know what, though? Latavius Murray, for some reason, still is able to produce. He's oh, old. Boy, he had a couple good games. But I, yeah, but, he averaged like 3.3 yards a carry or something. His best days are behind him. But you're oh, right. Oh, yeah. He's like a Mark Ingram type. He's a guy that you can count yes. on if you need him. And Mark Ingram is also free. Spell your starter if he gets hurt to play a game or two. Um, Madison did himself no favors this year because he didn't really do much. It's too bad he wasn't a free agent last year. He could have really made a splash. Yes, yes you're right. Um, somebody That's all I got. M- M- Moster just because of how fast he is. But, but he he's the Rashad Penny of the bunch, right? Like yeah. th- those guys. I wouldn't be surprised so if Mostert and Wilson both end up back in Miami. 100%. Absolutely could be. Why Maybe not? should be. Maybe yeah. should be. They both thrive in that offense. It's made for they them. Uh, their coach obviously adores them. He brought them with him across the country. Sure so did. so sometimes you know, the best thing as a free agent to do is say, well, you know what? That was fun. I'm resigning with you guys. Yeah, yeah that was great. You gave me an opportunity. These yeah, other so jokers might not. After it. And Miami's a great place to stay. They're on the up. So, hey, you know, I Florida saw an interesting thing no the other day. You probably out. saw it too of this a potential trade of Tua and L. Jax. Uh, with no. Miami also giving up a draft or slot or two. I did not see that. Yeah. Wait, wouldn't that be interesting? It would be very. And with that run game that Mike McDaniel has, boy, that'd be. It could be that'd be something. That'd be one hell of a high-powered offense as long as he could get the ball to those boys. The, like, like the problem wow. is Tyreek Hill's only about 5'10", and Jalen Waddle's only about 5'11". You don't have huge catch radiuses with them, so yeah. Lamar, you're going – now, granted, he's not going to underthrow them, so right. that will be helpful. Tyreek Hill's not going to be waiting to catch the two a punt yeah. that they did on right. second yeah. 12. LJX can whip it when he needs to. Right. It was that was one out of actual Baltimore. Is one of the beat writers of Baltimore has heard there's some buzz of of this being at least talked about. Not saying in any way, share for that this is happening, but that there's some talk of 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 that. It would be LJ Ravens fan. Two, I'm not excited. And a couple picks. I'm not excited as a Ravens fan. Hmm. Although I'm not not excited because Tua surely Tua can do what yeah, he did well. He, I mean, right. As long as you cater, you have to change the offense. But you have well, they are going to change the offense. That's why they got rid of right. Mister Nineteen Sixty Seven High School Football OC. And Stetson Bennett, um, Jake Fromm, not the most. I, I don't know if um, 
if your new OC worked with Drake from or not. But no, either way, he's only been there for like three years. Either way, Stetson Bennett's not the most mobile guy, so that could be that could work out. He could he could cater an offensive to it. Depends how much he's drinking. Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, it's Friday night. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Why would you, knowing full well, you've won these two national championships. Everybody and their mother stares at your every move. You're clinging to hope to even get drafted at all. And you go out and get arrested. <laughs> and then yeah, you act like, like it was the cops that are stupid, not you. And getting locked up. Just dig I know. even deeper. I know. I know. It's a Georgia thing. Jalen Carter. Yeah, it's you. You've been the best player in college football two years in a row, and you got drag racing. I still can't believe with someone, and then you lie to the cops about. With. But uh, I know. And he actually One has thing. the balls, the audacity to leave the combine to go get arrested. His agent pays his four thousand dollars bail, and he gets right back on what I read the back. exact same plane. Back, love it. Like he the said, he said, do me outside a... the precinct. <laughs> Wait on the streets of champagne and get him back up there to Indy. <laughs> hey, do me a favor, Captain. Keep it running. <laughs> I mean, I'll only be 15 dude, minutes. You gotta have some cojones to pull that, dude. Hey, not contrite at all. Just like, yeah, I'm going right back. I don't care about this. I actually think I like him more because of it. And it, it is ballsy. I'll give it to him, but you're most likely going one or two anyway. And Let's you leave her right back. here on the tarmac. I'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> it's freaking it's freaking nuts. Quickly before we go, oh. what do you think the odds are Chicago holds one of the number one pick? Because I'm at this point, I think it's about maybe 25% that they'll actually hold Ooh, on to. It. I was gonna say 20. I was gonna say yeah. 20%. There's just it's nobody low. that's inspiring oh. enough to not to not get what anything you want for it. I, I don't want to. I have I have so many thoughts on the draft, obviously, and we have so much time before we get there, but I'm so excited I want to talk about it. The ideal scenario, and we're not going to go into detail, but if you're Chicago, if you can trade back to two with Houston and convince them, look, you need to get the guy that you want, and then they do it, and then they call Indianapolis, and they're like, look, you need a quarterback so bad, and they can trade back to four. If they could trade back twice – the plethora of picks that they would have could set them. I don't care. You, Justin Fields can be your quarterback. It doesn't matter. The amount of picks and talent you could bring in yep. would be phenomenal and completely change your franchise. Thing is that, and this is where something like the combine matters because you might have a quarterback or two that go there and really just blow the doors off when people didn't expect them to, like your Richardson. He's not going one or two, but I'm just saying – it could happen. You've got to build a. You've got to find a way, either artificially or naturally, to build the buzz. Because otherwise, why would these players? Why would these teams trade up? Why would I go from two to one when I know I'm going to get what I want anyway? Because we know full well you're not taking a quarterback. So why yeah, should I? Unless because you I'm on the horn. That Indy is going to trade up and take that guy from you. It's the only only way you can do. It. You got to be very conniving with such a. My phone's draft ringing class. off the hook with. My phone's ringing off the hook with a Las Vegas number. You you better you better give me some picks. Yeah, as I want your guy. That's okay. They've got to find a way to build buzz about at least two players, not just one. And you've got to get multiple teams involved. And like I said, it doesn't even have to be real. It can be artificial. Get into some beat writer, pay him a hundred grand to put some BS article in that he heard this and that and the other, and get these teams thinking like, oh crap, they might pass us and take this guy. Hey, Houston, I don't know if you know anyone from Charlotte, but this number keeps popping up on my phone. I don't really want to answer yeah. it, but uh, just letting you know. They, they've got to manufacture something because right now there's no one player that's so much above everybody else on defense or offense that I'm I'm selling the farm to move up. Trevor Lawrence is not in this draft. Could not agree more, and there will be so much more talk on that in the upcoming episodes. Kevin, anything else for today? I'm good, brother. Awesome. Thank you. I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better. Your voice is there. much, much yeah, better I'm ready than for it has spring, been. buddy. I'm ready for spring. Yeah. Uh, well, it's spring has sprung down here in North Carolina. I'll tell you that. Eastern North Carolina, it hey, is, maybe it is I'll wonderful. Just jump ship and head down there. Let's do it. 
Let's do it, it buddy. My fine. doors are always open for you, buddy. It would be fine, but it's got to be at least five years from now. That's fine. All right, folks. Thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure you check us out on Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Get your bell wrong football podcast. Kevin, I'm Bobby. Awesome. Love you guys. Thank you so much. See you, folks. See ya.